huge savings on new and previously leased furnishings. That's right, huge savings. At Court Furniture Clearance Center, choose from our wide variety of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. You'll find sofas from $199.99 and more. Everything in our 9,000 square foot showroom is Court certified, guaranteed, and in stock. Ready for delivery or to take home today. Visit our Chantilly Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Understanding Business. Today is June 24th, 2015, and we're going to be looking at something that is uh, a really hot topic on the Internet. It's something that we've been talking about for years, but it's uh, kind of shrouded in mystery. It's the idea of generating passive income and how you can successive, uh, successfully generate this mystical passive income. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the history of passive income today, the traditional methods, and then uh, how the internet has impacted passive income. And we're going to talk about some of those myths out there. You know, you see these people that are putting up huge numbers on a monthly basis, and, you know, you've tried everything that they do, and uh, you can't figure out how they're generating those numbers through passive income. So we're going to talk about that today. Um, we also have with us today, which is exciting, uh, a special guest, Anmo Singh, and he is the CEO of LiveTraders.net. And um, I'm going to welcome him to the show in a minute, but I just wanted to give you some background why he's here today. We're going to be talking about the traditional methods of generating passive income. And those traditional methods generally involve stock trading and real estate. So um, we have Anmo on to talk a little bit about, you know, how the traditional investing in stock as passive income works, why so many people fail at it, and then we're going to get into the online passive income. So Anmo, thank you very much for being on the show today. I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. Thanks for having me. So let's talk a little bit about uh, passive income. I mean, nowadays everybody is either downloading an ebook or looking online for some way to generate passive income where, you know, like uh, in Tim Ferriss's book, The 4-Hour Workweek, you can just work for four hours and, you know, rake in all this money. One of the traditional old school methods, if you want to call it, of generating passive income is um, owning real estate and investing in the stock market. And I think a lot of people, they don't really necessarily think about stock investments as passive income in the internet age, but it is, in fact, a, a means of passive income. And what I want to talk to you about this morning is some of the areas where a novice trader, somebody who is not super-duper wealthy, they don't have enough money to go to a broker and make it worthwhile, they start investing on their own as a means of generating passive income stream, and they don't succeed. So, can you talk a little bit about why people who start investing without a significant background, maybe they read a book or two where they have some general knowledge, why they fail? Um, well, one of the main reasons that people fail at generating passive income while trading is because of the simple you know, reason that 
it is in the end a profession. It's a job, it's a profession. And just like any other profession, just like, you know, you want to become a lawyer, you go to law school, you do all those things, you study hard for, you know, several years, and then you get to practice, you be an intern, and then you maybe get a chance of becoming a successful lawyer. And same goes for any other profession, such as, you know, becoming a doctor, you go to law school, you know, you go to medical school, you do all those things, and then you become a doctor. With trading, somehow people um, seem to misinterpret that, they think that, okay, I'm going to read this book online. I'm going to, you know, go watch this video on YouTube and then I'm going to start trading successfully. So, I mean, that's definitely not how it works because, you know, just like any other profession, you got to give it time. You got to, you know, find useful resources. You got to put in the time and the effort and then you got to practice, you know, some, a lot of our traders, I mean, they practice with like demo accounts for a long period of time with virtual money. They practice it. Once they got it nailed down, then they start putting in small amounts of money when it's still working well for them. And that's when they increase, you know, the, the amount of uh, money that they want to put into their trading. So, I mean, uh, also online, you know, it's pretty easy to get caught up with all the hype, with all the marketing, with right. people selling you, you know, DVDs, you know, courses, with newsletters, like follow us and you'll make money. It, it doesn't really work like that because if you are following someone, you're always going to be one step behind. Because he's gonna be, you know, he's gonna be getting in first. You're gonna getting, uh, getting in after. And you're always gonna be late to the party. So, um, with the trading, is that you gotta be in early. You gotta be out early, and you gotta know what you're doing. Because just like any other, you know, any other, uh, any other uh, industry, it's a profession. However, it can be learned if you are able to put in a little bit of time. Initially, take it slow. It definitely can be, uh, definitely can be done if you do it right. Now, the idea of going out and um, thinking that you can go and invest on your own and actually generate income without any training, I mean, that just doesn't, from what you said and from what I, I know, it just doesn't seem to happen. But there's got to be a way for somebody that is not a professionally trained trader to still be able to generate some income. Is, is that true? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there are several ways out there, but uh, they all require at least some form of work. Maybe let's say you have a plan that, okay, I want to generate passive income starting next month. Right. So you put in the plan, I'm going to start generating passive income next month. So you put in at least, you know, a couple of weeks, it doesn't need to be too long, maybe be like 30 minutes a day, just, you know, research and try and figure out, okay, if if this is how I'm going to base my decisions on how I'm going to buy the stock, let's... Uh, see how it would have worked previously. Just take a look of how your analysis would have worked previously. And if it's working out in the past, it's most likely going to continue to work in the future. So I think oh, everyone just needs to have a plan that, okay, next month I want to start generating passive income, trading stocks from home. I only have like an hour a day to put in. All that can be done. A lot of you know our traders, they're, they have jobs. They have jobs. They do their own thing. Some of them live in the West Coast, so they trade in the morning, and then they go continue their job. So there are definitely ways to do that. A lot of people have been doing it successfully. Okay. A lot of my traders and friends have been doing it. But you got to put in that time just a little bit initially just to know exactly what you're doing because it's not as, not as easy as just pressing the buy and sell button. However, right. what could be done is, let's say you sign up to several newsletters. You just watch those newsletters for a week. You don't need to put your own money in. Just watch the newsletter. Do your research. Okay, is the track record that they show, is that is that really true? Just watch the newsletter for a month. Take a look at what they're, you know, giving out as picks. Just try and find the reason of the pick and just try and learn. Like, 
we have, you know, just a newsletter. I mean, I don't want to go too much into it, but it's just that we have like a video-based newsletter. So we're going okay. over, hey, this is our pick, um, and this is how and why we're getting into it. And we try and educate uh, traders into that aspect as well. So those who are starting out, they can, you know, just understand a little bit about, you know, the markets, how, how it works, and mainly just about our thought process, like why why we are buying it, why we're selling it. And then right. you can get an idea of the stock market that way. So I think put in a plan. Let's say all the, you know, all, all you listeners, you have a plan. Okay, you know, next month, that's what I want to do. It. So give yourself at least like, you know, initial couple of weeks just to do your research, just to do the homework. Got it. So basically, for, for those people out there that are interested in generating passive income from traditional methods like the online investing or stock, you know, I say online because that seems to be the way everyone trades stock now. It's, it's not the way it used to be in the, in the 80s. Um, right. But with traditional investments, it can be done. You can generate passive income. But I think the biggest myth with all passive income strategies is that you don't have to do any work. And as you pointed out, I think that the key is if you're going to commit to generating passive income from investments, from trading, you need to put yeah. in some level of commitment, some level of time to educate yourself. Now, you were talking about newsletters and studying the newsletters as part of your training. Um, mm -hmm. I know that you, you're the CEO of LiveTraders.net, and you were mentioning you have a video um, newsletter. So can you talk a little bit about what Live Traders does and how someone looking to generate passive income could benefit from a video newsletter? I've not heard of that before. Um, you know, right. where you tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Um, you know, basically at Live Traders we do a couple of things, but our main aim is to educate, you know, traders who are just starting out. So we have a course which is taught live online so you don't have to you know physically attend anywhere it's taught online via the instructor you can ask questions and it's also recorded so you can watch it later on so that we just offer like one course so people can take it you know get educated it's uh over 16 hours of you know live training and over that we take you from a to z of the stock market our thought process and we also cover some of the picks that we made previously maybe you know on day trading maybe on swing trading and we go over them as as well, like why we made those you know picks and relate that to the material that's taught in the course. So that's the training part of what we offer. And then the other one is the newsletter that we talked about. So in the newsletter, that is mainly geared towards, I mean, we have some hedge funds and some institutional clients that also subscribe to the newsletter, but it's also geared towards the person who's just starting out, the person who may be already involved in other forms of trading, but just wants to add this additional source of income via swing trades. And swing trade, when I say swing trades, for those who are new, it basically means anything that you're holding more than a couple days. So anything, you might be buying it today, you might be selling it three days later, you might be buying it today, selling it a week later. So with the newsletter, the video newsletter, what that does and how it changes the game in relation to all the text newsletters out there is that I think text newsletters are a little too static. <laughs> is that right. okay? They just write in, this is what we think, this is our pick, and it's it's all done. And there's no interactiveness. So with the video newsletter, we open up our charts. We go over here. Okay, here's what the stock is doing right now. Here's what it's been doing in the past. Here's what we think our forecast is for the future. And we also teach, like, this is a technical pattern that we taught in our course. And that is the reason why we're getting in, exactly how we taught it in the course. So you can see people are able to continually, continually see us apply 
those methods that we taught them in the course. And um, and also our other clients are people who perhaps already have a job or maybe, you know, are in the West Coast of trade in the morning, just like I mentioned early on. So those people, because on the video newsletter, it's sent out on the weekend. One is sent out on the weekend, on a Sunday, and we go over what we're expecting for the week ahead and our picks for right. the week ahead. And then another one is sent out on Wednesday, which is a midweek recap, where we recap, you know, what we said on the weekend and also what we expect for the week ahead. And uh, we go over that. We usually have about two to three trades that we take. So these are, in the newsletter, we give out the trades that we are taking ourselves. And we also, because we have a hedge fund, so the, the trades we're taking in the hedge fund as well, we put them out in the newsletter. And the typical format of the newsletter would be, <laughs> we're looking to buy a Microsoft Long if it touches the price $32.56 and right. it breaks below $32, we're going to get out and take our loss. And our target is $33. So we put out the targets in a simple format so for those who have a job. They can use what they usually do is they just put their orders with the brokers to buy it at that price. If it touches that and it, it's kind of automated. So it typically takes nothing less than five, 10 minutes a day. So when you come back from work, you can check out, okay, the exit price has not been reached, so I can hold on to the stock and, you know, things of that nature. We're trying to make it a little simpler and also people can, you know, write in questions and we can answer that in the next edition of the newsletter. So those are mainly our service offerings for the uh, part-time trader, for those looking to generate passive income. Right. But for those professional traders, we also have another service, which is the day trading room, which is which is too action-packed for most people because that is real professional trading, and people do need to be in front of their desk every day. So that's a more active style of trading where we're buying stock, selling stock, could be in a few seconds, could be a few minutes, and it's a bunch of trades throughout the day. So that I would not recommend for people who are having a job, don't have the time to give it to it, uh, give it to that style. Definitely wouldn't recommend that. For those who are looking to generate passive income, as we we're talking about today, the best style would be to give it some time, you know, set your deadline. Here's when I would like to generate income, get trained, get educated, you know, get the newsletter and take it from there. Got it. All right, so it sounds to me like um, you know you can generate money if you're willing to put in the time from a passive income scheme on or strategy, not scheme, but uh, strategy from from trading. And um, your your product, your company is actually very interesting because it seems to have the ability to sort of handhold people and walk them through from novice to professional and offers them options. Now, if people want to learn more about you and your company and how to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, the best way for them to do that would be to just go to the website, which is www.livetraders.net. So go to the website. We have several resources in there. We also have a blog where we write you know, occasional educational articles, and also we post our own results, and including our you know, position statements, so that people know that the trades – we're t taking are actually trades that you know we're taking because a lot of people right. out there could boast about claims but we'll show you our position statements we'll show you the account number we'll show you everything that okay the trades we call we took it ourselves so i think best way for them would be to go over the website browse through it go to the blog we have our social media outlets like you know facebook linkedin google plus twitter connect with us there keep up to date follow us for a while if you think it's something that would be of interest to you if there's you know, passive income generation is your goal, definitely check it out, and uh, we can take it from there. 
Um, well, you know, the thing that I like best about your approach and the site is the level of transparency that you provide to people. You do show them what you're really doing. And I think that that's a, a credit to you. And I think it's a, you know, a, a very good approach because that's what's lacking nowadays, especially in people promoting passive income is this idea of transparency. So I want to thank you for being on today. Um, it would be interesting to have you back on at another time to talk, maybe we'll do a whole show about trading and, and some tips and tricks that you can give to people. So uh, if you'd be interested in that, I'd like to have you back on and we can dedicate an episode just to, uh, to trading. Sure, that sounds like a good plan. All right, Anmo from uh, LiveTraders.net, I want to thank you again. It was a pleasure having you and thanks for giving us your insight today on passive income through the traditional way um, from uh, stock trades. So thanks again. I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. So we were talking about um, passive income streams today, and we just had an interview with Anmo Singh. He is the CEO of LiveTraders.net. We were talking about um, the traditional passive income methods or streams. And the traditional methods, I mean, we don't even think about passive income the same way that we did in the 80s, right? If I said to you, was there passive income in the 80s? A lot of people, um, especially a lot of younger people, will say, no, there was no passive income in the 80s. Passive income has grown out of the internet age, and that's really not true. Passive income has been around forever, and really, passive income is nothing more than owning a property, uh, investing in a stock, and having your money make money for you. At its basic level, if you put money into a bank and you've got interest being paid onto your account, isn't that passive income? Sure it is. Now, is it the kind of passive income that we in the online world today think of? Is that the kind of stuff that, that's going to make us have that four-hour work week and not have to, uh, to work for the man anymore? No. No. You know, that's not what we're talking about when we talk about passive income today. But I don't want you to lose sight of the fact that passive income is more than just affiliate advertising and selling things. It goes back to that traditional methods. Investing in stocks, it's obviously risky. Um, you have to know what you're doing. It's something that takes time and some level of education, um, as Anmo talked to us about this morning, you just can't jump into stock trading and think you're going to make a ton of money when you're really not educated. Most of the guys that are professional traders have really learned about this over the years. So it's not that simple. Um, and then obviously there's the idea of owning real estate. And you know what? Some of you guys out there might be saying, well, wait a minute. I'm trying to generate money. I'm working every day. I have a nine-to-five job. I'm looking to generate some passive income. I don't have money sitting aside where I can go out and purchase an income property. I don't have enough money to go purchase a two-family house and renovate it. So a lot of times the idea of these traditional methods of passive income, stock trading or owning real estate, they are outside the reach of most of us because most of us don't have that money sitting aside where we can invest in a real estate property. So um, that's the idea of traditional Passive income methods, does it still work today? Yes. Are there people out there that own a ton of real estate and they sit back and collect 
passive income off of it? Absolutely. But let's not talk about that today. Let's talk about these newer uh, definitions of passive income and what we read about in some of the books that are out there today and from some of the online um, passive income celebrities. You know, I'm talking about people like uh, Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income. Great guy, great site, uh, very transparent with what he's doing and what he's telling us. But I have had so many conversations with people who have said this to me. And uh, everybody out there who's joining me on Meerkat, welcome and thank you. We're talking today about passive income. I have a question for you. Uh, have you tried to generate your own passive income stream? Have you done AdSense? Have you done, um, you know, a, an ebook or something like that? Have you put affiliate marketing on your site? And have you generated, you know, a penny a month, right? That, has anybody uh, experienced that? Where, you know, you do all the things that these other people are doing, and you can't figure out why in the first month you made four cents. You know, how is that going to help you quit your, your job and to develop this, this passive income stream that so many of the people um, that we see online today are uh, sort of demonstrating? You know, how many of you have experienced that? And, and you know, the thing is that um, it's more common than not for people to try a passive income approach and fail. And I, I think that um, it's important to understand why they fail, why a passive income stream fails. So let's talk about the myths associated with passive income. All right, so we hear all these people that sort of espouse to greatness through passive income, and we, we, we you know, envy them, and they tell us that, listen, here's the formula that I use. I have a website, I have a blog, I have um, affiliate marketing that I do. And all of that's true. I mean, that's how they do it. So let's look at something like a traditional online passive income approach. So what do you do? You have a website. You have something that you are going to sell or to give to somebody in the hopes that they purchase more. But you need a product. You need a service. You need something to give people in order to generate passive income. And what's the traditional thing nowadays that we do? It's eBooks. So traditionally speaking, in the modern age, when you're trying to generate a passive income, you oftentimes create an eBook. And you hope to have people purchase that eBook. And obviously, with Amazon self-publishing and some of the other um, self-publishing websites out there, it's kind of super easy to write an ebook and have it published and, and put out there. And so you do that. You've got this ebook. You put it up on a website and you generate, you know, a few dollars in sales. So what are you doing wrong? What well, you did the ebook and you've got this website and you're trying to sell your ebook, but nobody's buying it. And then you're going to you hook up with an affiliate, you know, something uh I know they've changed its name now, but like Commission Junction. Um, and you've got these affiliate accounts and you put the links and the ads on your page and you generate nothing. And then you put on the AdWords or AdSense links and you generate a few cents. And then you've got a YouTube channel and the YouTube channel generates a few dollars. 
So over a month's time, after doing everything that some of these people online have done, that you see, um, you generate a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, and clearly that's not what you're hoping for. You're hoping for that five, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars a month. If you look at somebody like Pat Flynn, who puts up his earnings, you know, as a means of um, being very transparent, his viewers and followers, and and I like Pat a lot. I really think he's um, an inspirational guy. I like his site. I like what he does, but. I just want to go through some of the myths associated with passive income. So when you go to Pat Flynn's site and you see how much money he's generating that month, you think to yourself, wow, how, you know, he's generating almost 100000 in a month. How is he doing it? And then he shows you the breakdown. And he's getting affiliate money. He's getting uh, sales from products and courses and things that he has written and done. And he's generating almost a hundred grand a month. Why aren't you? And you know, you read the books, the four hour work week, and you think, all right, I don't have to do anything and I'm gonna make money. Here is the number one myth concerning passive income. Passive income is not passive. It only becomes passive when you have done the work, put the time in, generated enough content that you can sit back and have somebody buy it. You know, the idea of passive income, it's like this mystical thing. It's like this magician's trick. We say it, but what really is it? Well, if you're an author in 1970 and you write a book, and when you're done writing the book, the book's for sale and it keeps selling and selling and selling. Isn't that passive income? If you're a musician and you write a song and you don't get screwed over by the record company um, and you put your song out there and you get royalties on it over and over and over again. Isn't that passive income? Sure it is. So first, let's take off this title, this passive income title, and let's kind of get back to what it really is at its, its roots. It's not passive. It involves hard work and it involves strategy and planning. When you hear these guys and girls out there that say, I lost my job. The next day I worked and I started a passive income stream and now I'm making a hundred grand a month. Is it true? Yes, in a sense. Is it every step of the way? Absolutely not. Are they telling you about the heartache? Are they telling you about the struggle? Are they telling you about how much time it took them to develop a workflow or a strategy or to write a book or to prepare content? No. What you're seeing is the end result. You know, you're seeing what has happened after hours and hours of hard work. So how passive is passive income? Not passive at all. It only is passive once you have done the work. And that's something that I think that if you're going to try to generate some money through a quote-unquote passive income strategy, you have to be aware of the fact that you've got to work I think a lot of times a lot of the younger people that have come and spoken to me about things or called up with a question, they think that they can commit maybe, you know, 10 hours worth of work to building a website and then sit back and generate money. Or they can generate a few videos and then sit back and get a lot of um, money from, from YouTube. You're not going to make a ton of money. So where do people make money in the online passive income model. Well, they make money in a few ways. Okay. 
If you look at Pat Flynn, and I, I just use him as an example because of his transparency, and you look at his income stream of his monthly income comes from affiliate advertising. And, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. So I don't want anyone to think that I am at all criticizing Pat. I like him. I think he's a great guy. I think he's done a good job. And when you get to that point where you can make that kind of money on a passive income strategy, you, you should pat yourself on the back, uh, no pun intended. Um, but with Pat Flynn, for example, he earns on average, and I'm just pulling this number from, from my recollection. I don't have anything in front of me right now. But it's generally somewhere around maybe 20 grand a month from one of his affiliates, Bluehost. And I know that he had done a video about creating a, a website with Bluehost. And so he makes a decent amount of money from Bluehost. Now, it didn't just happen that he linked up with Bluehost on um, what was formerly known as Commission Junction, and all of a sudden, revenue starts pouring in to the tune of almost 20 grand a month. It doesn't happen. So I'll get into that in a second, but let's go back to this idea of 20K a month from an affiliate, okay? And let's say that on average, he's making, um, oh, I don't know, let's say 80 grand a month, or, or anybody for that matter. 80 grand a month, 20 grand of that comes from one affiliate. Now, where does the rest of the money come from? So traditional online modern day methods, you have an ebook. What are the sales of your ebook per month? I would venture to say, unless you have a top selling ebook, you're probably bringing in anywhere from 500 to maybe $3,000 a month. So now we're up to $23,000. where is the rest of that money coming from? Now, how do you get to that 80? Well, it's through diversifying. Pat's a perfect example. He owns or um, runs a number of websites, and they offer online courses. They offer uh, products, services, and, you know, he's constantly updating and tweaking these sites. Now, I know that when, you know, you look at it, you'll, you'll hear somebody say, look, I've got five websites and uh, this one particular website, I haven't touched it in a year and it's just generating income. Yes, but you are touching the other websites. You are fixing them up. You are adding fresh content. If you put up sites and then just faded away in the background and didn't update or modernize or change your content, you're not going to get anywhere. So the idea I just want to get across to everybody is that passive income is not as passive as you think. It involves hard work and a lot of time and strategy to lay it out. So getting back to our, uh, our discussion of the Pat Flynn type model, he has these sites. Some of them generate four or $5,000 a month. And so when you combine all of that income, it will add up to, you know, what he's showing on his site, like somewhere around the area of 80 grand a month. That's a lot of money, a lot of money. That's more money than most people in America earn in a year. So this idea, this giant carrot hanging out in front of us where there's a million dollars a year in income. I mean, it's just so exciting. And you, you read so much info out there about how uh, the internet has allowed us to 
break free from the traditional bonds of employment to, you know, give the finger to the man and walk away, to get rid of the brick and mortar and to go and to generate income and give yourself enough time for your family and your friends and your own um, sanity and well-being. Can it happen? Yes. What percentage of people involved in passive income strategies are like a Pat Flynn or a Chris Ducker? I want to say it's small. It's got to be less than 5% of everyone involved in passive income strategies. They have hit on something. You know, another one that is um, very successful in the passive income world is this particular photographer. Uh, A lot of people don't like him. A lot of people do like him. You know, whether you like him or not, not the issue. But he has a very successful YouTube channel and website. And, um, you know, some of the content is clearly self-serving. Some of it is educational. But from a purely analytical standpoint, what he has done has been very successful for him. He has developed a following that is almost fanatical. These people follow him. These people will go see him in public. He has made himself an online celebrity because at the beginning, he was giving out a lot of high-quality content, free content, getting people to know him, getting people to interact with him, and uh, then taking the content and turning it into product, training DVDs, uh, manuals, things that took him time. And while he might be making money from them now because they're already, you know, have been created, he worked hard at it. And whether you like him or don't like him, what was involved in generating his current level of income, which is, I would imagine, relatively significant, it's through hard work. He sells his own products. Another one that I really like and is a good model, Lou Mangiello. Anybody out there that likes Walt Disney, Walt Disney World, or the theme parks in general, you've heard of WDW Radio. He is another good example of somebody who has created a successful passive income stream through hard work, not, you know, being passive. Uh, Lou has, for those of you who don't know Lou, I don't know if any of you guys out there uh, or anyone on Meerkat follow uh, WDW Radio or Lou Mangiello. Lou's a great story. Uh, Lou was a lawyer in New Jersey and um, ultimately decided to leave the practice of law, can't blame him, and uh, go down to Florida and really get involved with what he loved, which was Walt Disney World, and um, built a business talking about Disney. But if you look at Lou's site and if you listen to Lou's podcast, where do we think, and this is speculative because this is not like Pat Flynn who puts it out there, where do we think that Lou Mangiello from WDW Radio is making his income? 
And here's my analysis of where I think it's coming from. Products. He sells his own products, walking tours of the Magic Kingdom, walking tours of Epcot. He has some books. Some of them are traditional books published in, in paperback format. You can go pick them up in a bookstore. He has ebooks. He sells merchandise, T-shirts, pens, badges, buttons, you know, whatever it might be. So Lou has created not just his own brand, but his own product line. And through the creation of that product line and his continued podcast and the high-quality content, he's able to generate the quote-unquote passive income stream. But when somebody does a podcast, don't you think that somebody needs to sit down and prepare at least a general overview of what they're going to say when they put out a new product? Doesn't it involve a lot of time and effort to create that product? Sure. So if we learn one thing from the discussion today, that one thing should be that passive income is in its um, mystical sense, in its, its hypothetical sense, is not a reality. You can generate money by hard work and putting things uh, together that you have created, and you can make money off of it for sure. But it's not going to happen when you, don't, when you don't do anything or just by putting up ads on your page and hoping that you're going to get money. You know, one of the reasons why Pat Flynn, in my opinion, makes so much money on a monthly basis from something like Bluehost is because he created a video that shows you how to create a website using Bluehost in, I don't know, 10 minutes, I think it is. And when you watch the video, especially if you're a novice, somebody who's never built a website before, you watch the video and you say, wow, this is super easy. This is something I can do. And then in the show notes or in the, um, the comment section, there's a link, an affiliate link to Bluehost. So people go, they watch the video. It's a tutorial about, a tutorial about Bluehost. And before you know it, they're clicking on that link and they're making a lot of money based upon that affiliate link. Or, you know, Pat's making a lot of money. That's how it works. So that's how he's generating significant revenue from affiliates. But if you just put up an affiliate link on your website, you're not going to make a lot of money. You're not going to uh, generate any income. You're going to generate pennies a month. That's the... I think um, the the fallacy of this idea of passive income, that you don't have to do any work, totally not true. So how can you put work into something and generate income from it? What are the ways of doing it in this online passive income strategy? Um, well, there's a few ways. The best way to do it is to create a product. Create a product that does not need you to be there. That's the difference between a product-based business, and we talked about this a little bit yesterday, a product-based business and um, a professional services type business. A professional services type business, really, good morning out there, um, is really you. And there's only so much of you that can go around. But when you have a product, now you can make that product make money for you 
and you don't need to be there. And that goes back to what we talked about at the top of the show, which is the traditional methods of passive income, real estate, stock market trading. And for those of you who are just joining us on, on uh, Meerkat, welcome. Good to see you again. And um, we're talking about passive income. And the one thing that I've said throughout this broadcast today is that passive income is a myth. You can make money, but it's not as passive as you would think. You can't sit back and just think that ads are going to generate this you know, $80,000 a month for you. It takes a lot of hard work, planning, and effort. And that's what I'd like people to understand, that you can make money from what they call passive income, but understand that you need to put in time and commitment. So we're talking about now ways that you can actually make a product that you can sell that can be um, something that people purchase without you being there. That's how passive income works successfully. Ebooks, traditional books. If you write a book, you can post that up on Amazon and you can self-publish it and hopefully you can get people to buy it. So what happens to those people that have written ebooks and they don't get any sales? Why? What are they doing wrong? Well, there's a lot of things that you can learn about self-publishing on Amazon. So for example, if you don't have anybody reviewing your book, Amazon does not put you in that top category of visibility. They just don't. So you're not going to get that exposure. You're not going to come up in searches. You're not going to, because most of the time, unless you're actively promoting it yourself through your own um, internet resources, Twitter, Facebook, etc., you are going to have to rely on third parties like uh, Amazon to promote it through showing in, uh, you know, the people that bought this book also bought this book. So it, it's a lot of non-exposure. You need people to review the book. That's why there are so many materials out there available to help you understand how to publish or self-publish an ebook on Amazon. And they talk about pre-release, giving the book away for free, making sure that people can review the book because the more reviews of the ebook you have, the uh, better your book will be presented by Amazon. That's why if you've ever seen um, Amazon out there where for a limited time you can get a book for free or it's a penny or 50 cents or it's available on Kindle Unlimited, any of those, those resources, the seller of that ebook is doing that on purpose to generate interest in the book, buzz, downloads, so that it bumps them up on the bestseller list for Amazon. So that's one way of doing it. But that goes back to my original comment, which is passive income, not so passive, because you have to take the time to write the book. And you can't put together a piece of junk. It has to be high-quality content. Now, some of the other things that are out there with respect to um, finding the area that you're going to start working in, and, and people talk a lot about uh, niche markets, right? Finding something that you like, that you can generate interest in because it's not something that everybody else is doing. I'll give you an example. So going back to Pat Flynn again, Pat Flynn runs a website uh, called foodtrucker.com, and Food Trucker 
is a website about running and operating your own food truck business. Now, admittedly, Pat had never run a food truck business, but he did the research, he took the time, and he wrote this book. But why did he create food trucks? I know that he says that he loves eating from food trucks. Who doesn't, right? I used to work in New York City, and you'd go out, and the soup man would be there, and the gyro man would be there. I think I had one too many, and that's that's ultimately what happened to me in my older age. Um, but that idea is I liked it. I liked food trucks. That's why I got into it. But there's more to it than that. If you were to do a Google search and look at the markets that were populated, um, food trucks wasn't one of them. So creating that niche market in an area that wasn't overpopulated helped him generate interest in that website. What's an example of something that is totally overpopulated? Well, video games. Now, I know a lot of kids, they love putting out videos on YouTube about video games, but video games is such an overcrowded market that if you were going to try to create a niche website talking about video games, you would have a tough, tough road to hoe because there are so many millions of sites out there dedicated to video games. Whereas the food trucker site did not have that level of competition. Does that make sense? So it's more than just finding something that you love. There's a strategy involved here. So again, you see how passive income is not so simple. And that's why those of us who have tried passive income streams and are generating a penny here, a penny there on a monthly basis, and you know, you think you throw your hands up in there and you say this doesn't work. It does work if you do it the right way and you get rid of that notion that you're going to have a four-hour work week or that you don't have to do anything in order to generate income. So get rid of that idea. Get rid of There's no other way you know, in the modern age to, to describe passive income. But remember, it's not passive. It involves a lot of planning and work. All right. Now, we've talked about the ebook method. What's another method? Well, yes, affiliates. So what can you do with affiliate advertising to help you generate revenue? Well, you can do what Chris Ducker and Pat Flynn have done. They've hooked up with an affiliate advertiser who they, they believe in because they use these services. So it's not like they're just making it up. They're not being insincere at all, uh, but they're being smart. So they've taken an advertiser, a product, in this case for Pat, it's Bluehost, and he's done a video about how to generate or create a Bluehost website in, you know, 10 minutes. I, I think that's what the video is. It's on his site if you want to check it out. And then he gives you the link with a special discount code, and then you can download um, or, or sign up for Bluehost um, and you get like a month free. So that's, that's the offer. But he's packaged it in a really, really clever way because he's giving you something quality, quality content showing you especially those of you who have never built a website, here's how to do it in this video. Now, the video has been the same video for as long as I can remember. He did it once. He did it right. And people still watch that video. It's got a ton of views. Click on the link, and he gets money for it from the affiliate. One of the great things about someone like Pat is his level of transparency, honesty. 
And that's what's missing from a lot of um, online educators and uh, these, these online celebrities and entrepreneurs. A lot of times transparency and honesty is missing. We talked yesterday about the importance of honesty, being honest with yourself, honest with other people. Well, what I do like about Pat Flynn is that he has such a level of transparency. Uh, he tells you where he's making his money. And he tells you where it's coming from. Now, he doesn't get into exactly how he did it, but he gives you enough information that you can figure it out for yourself and sort of um, go back and, uh, and design your own model based upon something that he has done. The same with Lou Mangiello and some of these other guys. Um, but you need to be smart with affiliate advertising. If you post links on your site or on your blog, or you're constantly talking about something, and you're not being honest with your fans and viewers and subscribers and letting them know that, look, I get money, a commission for any of the affiliates that you click on on my site, well, that turns people off. So when somebody goes to your site and they see a link, and we're all, again, like I said yesterday, savvy consumers, and we see, okay, they want me to click on this link. I know darn well that he's generating some sort of um, commission from it. I, I'm not going to watch this video solely about creating a website. I'm not going to watch this video solely about um, this product or service. But if you are honest with people and you say, look, I, this is something that I use. I use Bluehost. I use Wix. Um, and I'm going to show you how to harness the power of this product because I believe in it. And by the way, I am affiliated with them. That doesn't mean that I'm using it because I'm affiliated with them. It means that I may get a commission for uh, you clicking on this link and trying their service. That's honest. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. So that is a good way of generating some money. But again, you've got to take that Pat Flynn model with Bluehost and say, what can I do to give something to people, give quality content to people? You know, do I simply post a link on my web page? No, you don't. You've got to do more than that. Now, let's move into the idea of web pages. How can you generate passive income from your website? Well, I talked a few minutes ago about Food Trucker and how successful it's been for Pat Flynn. And um, it was a, a niche website. You know, search Google for niche website, and, and it gives you a whole overview of what a niche website is and how it works. And it also talks, you can see content out there about how to select a niche market, a niche website. Well, with a website, you need to generate traffic. You could have the greatest website out there, but if nobody knows it's there, nobody is going to purchase anything from you. You're never going to make a dime. And that comes down to search engine optimization, of course, and uh, that mystical SEO uh, that you get hundreds of emails a day from people saying that uh, they can give you the top spot in Google and that sort of thing. Um, but you've got to get people to your site. That's the key. 
You've got to bring people in. And how do you do that? Well, by pushing out quality content. You know, when you do a blog post and it's quality and you've got a lot of the keywords in it that are uh, related to your business or your niche website or your product or your service, you, in a very simplistic way, you're going to generate um, more uh, interest by a search engine. And, and when I say interest, I mean um, when a bot crawls the site or when Google, you know, they have this whole big, and I'm not even going to get into it because it blows my mind, whole big algorithm that they use. And, you know, when I talk to some of these SEO guys that live this and they start talking about algorithms, my head starts to, to throb and it's like, well, okay, you know, can't we pare this down into simple English? Um, but that's that sort of thing is out there, you know. But if you put out content, quality content, then you're going to get more interest from search engines. And then ultimately, you're going to get that, that, that publicity. And you've got to do more than just the website. You've got to have a YouTube channel. You've got to have some engagement. And we talked yesterday about engaging with people. And um, I'm not going to go back into that. If you're interested, you can watch that show from yesterday. But you have to bring people to your site. And if you don't have quality content, nobody's going to want to go to your site. Nobody's going to care about what you're saying or doing. Bringing quality is key. And how does quality happen? Through hard work. And that brings me back to my point that passive income is not as passive as you think. It involves hard work. Writing a book, dedicating your time, yourself, your you know, thoughts to writing a book is not easy. You can't just sit down and whip up a book in a matter of hours that somebody's actually going to want to read or recommend to somebody else. I have read a ton of self-published books that are filled with self-promotional crap. And you get halfway into the book and you're like, oh my God, if I see another advertisement for something that this person is offering, I'm going to stop reading the book because I don't want to read an advertisement. I want to have quality content provided to me. That's the only way it's going to work. That's the only way that I'm going to be interested in what you're doing. I don't want to just see an ad, but that's what a lot of um, self-published books have sort of turned out to be because there's a lot of strategy out there about how to create your own ebook. And some of that strategy focuses around the idea of taking your blog posts and putting them together in a book. And yes, sometimes that works, but other times it looks like a series or a culmination of blog posts that are completely unrelated that somebody lazily threw into a, um, a manuscript and they call it a book. So might I buy that book once? Yes. Would I ever recommend it to anybody again? Never. So if you don't put out the quality content, nobody's going to buy it. So forget passive income if you're putting out crap because nobody's going to recommend that book or that product or that service. So we've talked about books. We've talked about affiliate marketing. Now we'll talk about products and, and services. How does that work? All right, well, this, um, this photographer that I'm talking about, uh, he had created a slew of merchandise, shirts, even a bobblehead, um, and it's just amazing what he's put together. Now, 
selling your own product. You're getting money from something you created, whether it's T-shirt, whether it is, uh, in Lou Mangello's case, an audio recording. Lou recorded the audio once. Took a lot of time. Took a lot of effort. It's super high quality. And uh, he's, he's a guy that I respect in the passive arena, passive income arena. Put, put a lot of effort into it. Deserves what he gets. But he did it once, and now that CD or that download, it's generating income for him. But he really put a lot of time into it. So you can create a product, but you've got to put the time into it. And what kind of product could you create? You could create so many things, things that are easy to sell, easy to provide to people. You know, you could have a T-shirt. You could have a mug. You could have more important items, right? Because not that mugs aren't important. I mean, what would we drink our coffee in if we didn't have mugs? But you could put together training seminars and packages. And, um, you know, I think that... Uh, <laughs> thanks. Um, somebody on Meerkat talked about the my watch. <laughs> I happen to like this. You know, it's so funny. It's, uh, it's a large-faced watch, the diesel. And once I got used to wearing the large watches, I just couldn't wear... Uh, small watches again. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, thanks for noticing. Um, but you know, this idea of of going out and creating a product, you have to give it some thought. What do you want to invest your time in? You know, in in Lou's case, Lou is such a great example because he has such passion for what he does. He didn't necessarily, at least as far as I believe, he didn't go out and find a niche market that didn't have a lot of interest. He went in with something that he loved. And that just goes to show you that you can generate income from doing something that you love versus just a strategic niche market or niche website. So Lou, prime example, somebody that loved Disney World and created a business out of it and sells products that he created. Talk about being an entrepreneur. That's the way to do it in the modern day online, quote unquote, passive income strategy. Find something that you love. Okay, I do understand the, the strategy of niche marketing. I get it. I get the niche website. But, you know, if you don't love what you're doing, why are you doing it? I don't care how niche it is and, and you know, I guess if you generate enough money, you can be as mercenary as you want, you know, and you don't like what you're doing. But isn't that why so many of us leave our jobs? Because we don't like what we're doing? Isn't it the reason why so many of us look for a passive income stream? Because we don't want to work for the man anymore. We want to have our own freedom and do our own thing. Isn't that the reason? Sure it is. Find something that you love. And you're going to have the most success in that area. Find something that you're good at. And everybody is good at something. Everybody is good at something. And everybody out there is better at something than I am. And so take your skill, your talent, what you're good at, what you love. And let's see if you can transition that into an entrepreneurial business, something that you can generate money from. Don't buy into this idea that passive income is super easy. It's not. 
Don't buy into the idea that you don't have to do any work. It's the complete opposite. Don't buy into the idea that this is some mystical, magical force that has only existed since, you know, uh, 10 years ago. Not true. People that owned real estate, people that invested in the stock market, passive income stream. Authors, musicians that write a book, write a song, passive income stream. Okay, so get rid of this idea. When I see these articles online and these people pushing passive income, it just drives me crazy because all right, I don't know what else to call it at this point, but it's not as easy as they make it out to be. And while I love the book, The 4-Hour Workweek, there's certainly a lot in there that takes time to develop. You know, the idea in that book, 4-Hour Workweek, any of, uh, of you out there that have, um, have read that book, it's a great book for sure, and it has a lot of good information. But the idea of going out and building this virtual team and not needing to be in, 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 in involved in some of the activities, can you do it? Absolutely. Is it easy? No. No, there's nothing that you're going to generate significant income from that is easy. That's, that's, that's like key, number one. You've got to get that through your head. You cannot make a ton of money by doing nothing. Ultimately, your hard work pays off. Okay? Use a modern world, real world, tangible example of a musician or a band. They work, they work, they work. They pound the clubs. They're putting out their music. They're getting rejected and turned down all the time. And then one day, one day it hits. And now they've got this multi-platinum album and they're making money, again, if the record companies don't screw them over. And all that hard work has translated into a lifestyle where they're generating money. You know, another example, like it or hate it, like him or hate him, John Cena. Um, the WWE wrestler, another one, worked hard, worked hard, worked hard, still works hard. I mean, he does have an amazing work ethic, whether you like professional wrestling or like him or not. Um, good example. But his investment of time up front has generated this passive income stream. People buy his T-shirts. People go see him at, at, at you know autograph sessions. People buy merchandise. And so... Passive income's not so top secret. It's not something you've got to break into. It involves hard work and strategy. I wish we could come up with, and that's what I want to do. I want to throw out to everybody listening today, whether you're live on Meerkat or on YouTube Live or listening to the blog, uh, maybe you've downloaded it through iTunes. I want you to come up with another name for passive income because I don't believe that that is an effective name for what it is. I think that the level of hard work that you have to put in at the, at the front end of it um, really is something that's overlooked. That's why so many passive income strategies fail, because people will put out crap and expect to get paid for it. And then they don't understand. But wait a minute, I have a website. I have AdSense ads on it. I have a video and I monetized it on YouTube. I'm not making any money. I made a dollar in a month. Okay. You're doing something wrong, and the thing you're doing wrong is that you're not coming up with a strategy and you're not working hard. You need to develop a timetable for your passive income plan. How long is it going to take you before you're able to generate passive income? How long is it going to take for you to write a book or do a downloadable training video? 
something that uh, the photographer, for example, does. Spends a lot of time creating the product, making it perfect, and then they can sell it. So that is the idea behind passive income. And that is also the myth of passive income, that you don't have to do anything. Okay, sure. Okay. Is there a pyramid scheme out there, some illegal pyramid scheme where you don't do anything? Yeah. But you know what you're going to end up doing? You're going to end up, uh, end up pounding out license plates when they arrest you and stick you in a white-collar you know, jail. So I'm talking about, honest to goodness, making money from something that you've worked hard on. And that's why I hate the term passive income, because it just is a misnomer. It's just a misnamed business model. And I know there's a ton of people out there that will disagree with me and a ton of people that will say, no, 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 wait a minute. Passive income is a thing. Yeah, but I don't want to call it that. Okay, That's just my opinion. So what can you do right now to start strategizing towards the creation of a passive income model? Well, first of all, go back to what I said, passion. You have to love what you're doing. If you love cigars, if you love pipe smoking, if you, I happen to like pipe smoking, if you like, uh, and pipe collecting, um, if you like watches, if you like um, educating kids, if you like anything, what do you really like? Do you like boats? Do you like motorcycles? Do you like engineering? Do you like science? Do you like history? Find something you love, something that when you're involved in it, you don't even realize that time is going by because you love it so much. Do you enjoy traveling? Do you enjoy food? Do you enjoy talking about food or reviewing it? Do you like wine? Find something that you love. Find something that's not just a niche because Google told you that there's not a lot of websites out there about your particular product. Because if you don't love what you're doing, even if there's not a lot of people that have that same market idea, you're not going to generate money. Lou Mangiello loves Disney World. It comes through in his presentation, in what he does, on his face. You can see he loves it. That's why he's successful. Find something you love, number one. Then when you find that, when you have that passion, now you've got to go into step number two, which is the planning phase. And do not skimp on the planning phase. This takes time. So don't run out and quit your job because somebody told you you can make a ton of money on passive income. This is a, 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 a time issue. You have to plan this out. So now you have your passion. Now you want to plan it out. Okay. How long is it going to take you to set up all of the components of a quote-unquote passive business? How long is it going to take you to create a website? How long to generate a buzz with what you're doing, to connect with people. How long is it going to take for that to occur? How long is it going to take for you to create content? Do you, are you going to do a podcast? Are you going to do a video show? Are you going to sell a book? Are you going to sell a video? You know, you can have a great site, but if you're not offering something that people want to buy, you're not going to make any money. So you've got to figure out, what am I going to do? Am I going to write a book? If I'm going to write a book, now it comes down to planning to write that book. 
How much time am I going to commit per night? What are my topics? How am I going to organize it? Do I need to buy or download software that will help me organize it? Is there another method for me to use? All of these things have to come into play. You've got to think about that when you're writing a book. And there's a ton of methods out there to help you write a book quickly and efficiently. But don't be fooled by the people that say, here's how you can write a book in no time at all. It takes time to do anything. You're not going to be able to scribble some notes down somewhere and have a book. Even if you have somebody typing your book and you dictate it, and they're typing what you dictated, you have to proofread it. Or even if you send it out to somebody else, don't you still want to read what you wrote? Even if somebody else is proofreading it? Point being, it takes time. How much time is it going to take you to write that book? What are you going to talk about? So let's say that you've got a passion for travel. Let's say that you're going to write a book about, I don't know, um, you know, day trips or weekend trips within a particular radius from where you, you live. Let's say you live in Texas. You know, you're going to talk about where you can go in a weekend, and you write a book about that. Why? Well, you love it, and, and that passion, that love for what you're going to be writing about is going to come through, and people are going to want to buy that. They're going to want to see what you have to say if it's high quality. So there's an idea for somebody that likes travel. If you like food, why don't you talk about, you know, something related to the food industry or restaurants that you like, um, maybe different styles of food in different parts of the country. You know, you ever watch that show on uh, food TV, diners, drive-ins and dives, right, where uh, Guy Fieri goes out and he goes to some of these, these local restaurants. And a lot of them, because there's, he's actually reviewed a couple in my area, they look like little dives. Like you'd drive by it and you'd say, wow, I'd never go there. And he takes you in and he shows you how great it is. Well, imagine translating that into a book that you could write because you've got this passion for food and things that you love. You can do the same thing for, for wine. There is uh, somebody on YouTube. Um, her name is just escaping me now, but she has a really fun YouTube channel about wine. And she puts herself and her passion into it. And you can do the same thing if you find something that you love. Once you have developed that time frame, think about what other products or services you're going to sell because you've got to generate all that. You know, it's really hard to play catch up. It's really hard to put everything up, your website, get everything ready to go, and then try to catch up to create the content because People see your site, they visit it, there's nothing there, and you're trying to create the content, and you're going to lose people. Sure, you can get them back, but my point is, is that in the planning phase of your passive income model, you really need to have an understanding of what it is that you are going to be doing. I talked about it before. It was an example that, um, that motivational speaker Tony Robbins has, has used many times. When you fly in an airplane from point A to point B, there is a plan. There is a, a, a map. You know you're leaving from New York and you're going to fly into L.A. And along that path, you are rarely 100% on course in a straight line. You have to adjust as a pilot to wind conditions, to atmospheric conditions, 
to weather conditions, rain or wind, and you have to adjust your flight pattern, but always end up in, good morning, you always end up in L.A. because you had a plan. And it's a perfect, perfect uh, example um, of, 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 of a plan of strategy. You want to go from point A to point B, but you need to know where point B is. And don't overlook the importance of that in a passive income strategy. So know where you want to go. Have an idea of what you want to do. And then start to lay it out. Now, now that you've got your passion, you have selected your products or your services that you're going to, to sell, now you have to work on connecting with people because nobody wants to buy something from a sleazy used car salesman. Nobody. That's why we hate buying cars. At least I hate buying cars. Because I don't want to be taken by somebody that's going to try to pull the wool over my eyes. And, and that's why it's so important to develop a relationship with people where you're you know, working on a mutual level of trust and respect. When I have a client that comes in and might want to retain you know, my services, there's got to be this, this level of mutual respect and trust. Because if it's not there, then it's not going to be a good relationship. Because like we talked about yesterday, clients and customers are relationship-based entities. If you don't have a personal relationship with somebody or with people that, you know, like all of you guys out there um, who are, are watching on Meerkat, and thank you, by the way, for, for being here. If you don't have that relationship with people, you're not going to develop that level of trust. And then they're not going to want to buy anything from you. They're not going to want to listen to you. So you have to develop a relationship with people. Now, are you following how this is not the same passive income that everybody says to you, I set this up in a few days and I'm good to go and I'm making X amount of income, right? That's just not happening. It's not the way it is. So I just hope that one thing you take away from this discussion today is that passive income is anything but passive. It is hard work. It is planning. It is educating yourself about you, about your passion, about what you want to do. Then it's about creating a plan, a strategy. It's about going out and connecting with people by not hounding people to buy something that you're selling, but by giving to people. And you know, that's one thing, again, like somebody like Lou Mangello, for example. When I listen to Lou, I don't feel like he's trying to sell me something. I feel like he's trying to give me some information on something that he is ultimately so passionate about. He loves Disney. I like Disney. I love Disney, I guess. Um, I listen to him, and I don't feel sleazy. I don't feel like I'm being sold, you know, a Nova, right? Like a 1970-something Nova. I feel like, anybody remember Novas out there? My grandmother had a Nova. Um, it was powder blue. It was the craziest thing. Anyway, um, you know, I don't feel like I'm being sold something. I feel like he's giving me something. And, oh, by the way, he's got this product or this service. And you know what? I might be interested in it. And it's a great model. But you know what's not um, something that, that you can kind of create? And, and, and it's, it's, uh, it's honesty. It's, it's 
that genuineness that you feel when you listen to somebody like, like Lou. You feel like he's your friend because he really does care about the people. I've seen some of his videos where he does, and I'm not trying to promote him at all. It just happens to be somebody that I follow um, because it's such a good model. But he does these meets, these meetups in the parks with people that might be fans, and he genuinely is interested in meeting them. And it's a wonderful thing. It's a very refreshing thing to see that somebody can really, really love what they do and want to give back. And you want to support him because you love what he's doing for you. That's what you have to think about with passive income. You have seen failures. You have seen it. You know, um, you've never heard of a Nova. I, I think it was a Chevy Nova. Um, I think it was by Chevy. It was this old car. It was a 1970s car, you know, the old crank windows. I guess I'm dating myself, but uh, yeah, check it out. Um, but anyway, you know, you just have to realize that in order to do anything in this life, and I tell this to my kids all the time, because, the, and this is a good uh, kind of source of information for me, because I'll talk to my 13-year-old who will see things online, who will see people promoting ways of making money and passive income. And he'll say to me, Dad, look at how easy this is. And it's not. And it's really hard to kind of break free from that um, belief system that it's easy. It's not. It's hard work. It's planning. It's dedication. And it's commitment to your passion. Commitment to something that you love. That is how you're going to make money. And I've, I've been to seminars I've given seminars. I've watched people talk about how to bring in your audience and how to upsell them. And all right, I understand the strategy, but you know, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm doing something wrong, but I believe in having a relationship with your customers, your clients, your fan base, the people that listen to you, that give you your time, right? We, right now, everyone who's listening live, everyone on Meerkat, we have. A mutual relationship here. I'm giving and you're giving. I'm giving you my opinion, my information, and you're giving me your time. So how can we have it any other way with a customer or client-based service or business? It's got to be something where I'm giving to you, you're giving back to me. And it's the same thing with this, this idea of passive income. You can't sit back and try to dupe people into giving the email address and then forcing product down their throat and expect you're going to make a ton of money, not going to happen. You can't put a hundred affiliate links on your website and think that people are going to just go and click on stuff and you're going to sit back and make a ton of money. It doesn't happen. You want to go back to the traditional method we talked about at the top of the show of passive income, owning a rental property. What happens if you don't provide upkeep to that rental property? It's going to fall apart and nobody will rent it. So when I hear these seminars and these people talk about how passive income is so great and they've got so much more time and, um, you know, it's just easy. You know what I say? It's bullshit. It just, I don't know what, what other way to say it. It is not true. It is hard work. And if you go back to the beginnings of some of these people that, um, are now successful and now can sit back and reap the rewards of their their online business, entrepreneurship, 
It's because they put the time in up front. And it's no different than somebody who works hard at a job and then, you know, towards the end of their career, they've kind of peaked and now they can ease on out if anybody does that anymore. I mean, I, I don't think that that's um, what happens. I think most people die in their chair at, at their desk, unfortunately. But um, I'm being facetious, of course. Uh, although I remember I, I talked yesterday about this partner that I used to work for who was like 90-something, and that was 20 years ago. And he'd uh, he'd fall asleep in his chair when he was trying to give you an assignment or something. And you didn't know if he was dead or alive. It was like weekend at Bernie's, you know. And uh, so that was just a – I digress. Um, but, you know, you've got – I just can't stand it. You've got to understand that there's hard work and commitment needed for this, and you need a plan. And that's what bugs me when I see these presentations about how great it is. You know what? You are going to have frustration. You're going to have difficulty. You're going to have failure in your online business, in your promotion of what you do. What if you spend time writing a book and people criticize it? They don't like what you have to say, right? I mean, you've got to be willing to accept this and can you ultimately sit back and collect money from passive streams? Sure. Not without, though, the hard work and dedication that you need to put in on the front end. And, you know, in my practice of, of law, I tell people all the time that are setting up businesses, look, put your time, money, and effort into the setup of your business. Make sure you're registered, licensed, you have contracts, you're dealing smart with your employees, with your customers, with your subcontractors, whoever it might be. Put the time in up front, not on the back end. Because you know what happens in law? When you don't put the time in up front and the money in up front and you skimp on things like contracts or whatever, ultimately what happens is you have a dispute with somebody, whether it's an employee or a customer or a subcontractor, and now they're suing you. And once they're suing you, forget it. Because when you go to hire a lawyer being sued, that lawyer knows. I mean, it's like a shark, right? Like, uh, like Discovery's uh, Shark Week, which is coming up, by the way. They smell blood. And they know you're being sued. And then they tell you, here's what you've got to pay me. And I want five or six grand up front, so on and so forth. And you're stuck. You're done. Because you're being sued. What are you going to do? By the way, just as a, a little tidbit of information... Most states in the U.S., you can't represent yourself if you are a business. If you're an LLC, uh, if you're incorporated, you cannot go in and represent yourself pro se. You need to have a lawyer. You know, last week on one of the uh, question and answer sessions, we talked about somebody who went in to represent themselves, their company, and uh, the judge wouldn't even listen to them because they didn't have an attorney. So point being here is that Putting money and time in on the front end is going to save you a tremendous amount of frustration, aggravation, and expense on the back end. Same is true with a passive income strategy. So, all right, that's going to do it. I have talked way too long today. Uh, my wife is right. I definitely talk too much. So I want to thank you all who have been with me throughout this broadcast. I want to thank everybody who has watched live on YouTube Live. Um, I want to thank our guest, Amo Singh from LiveTraders.net, who's in um, with us at the top of the show talking about the traditional passive income strategy of 
uh, investing and trading. And um, I thank him for his time. Again, his website is livetraders.net. Check that out if it's something that you're interested in. Um, but I want to thank you all for joining me. Thank you all for being there on Meerkat. Uh, I, I really have um, sort of kind of fallen in love with the idea of Meerkat. I was talking yesterday that it had only been yesterday, maybe the third or fourth time that we tried it. And I know sometimes it's tough because if I'm interviewing a guest, you guys can't hear that. And I'm working on a solution for that. Thought I had one last week, but I didn't. Um, but I really appreciate everybody that's giving their time to listen to what I have to say. I want to thank you for that. And I hope that you guys will follow me, that you'll subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check out utlradio.com, by the way, in the next few days because we are sort of revamping the site and we're going to make it a lot more user-friendly and interesting and fun. And it's going to have all of our upcoming guests and our past shows We've got a number of really outstanding guests coming up, by the way, um, and those will be you know, out, out put on the website and, and pushed out through social media. So don't miss that. Make sure that you sign up to receive updates by subscribing to the YouTube channel um, or by following me on Twitter. And, and thank you to all of you who have recently followed. Um, I really hope that what I'm doing is helpful to to you guys out there. I, I hope that you know maybe the way that I approach it might not be the most politically correct because I know you know people don't often like to hear negative things or they don't like to hear um, you know a different spin on things. I hope that you guys appreciate it. I hope that you understand that I, I want to give you the honest truth in my opinion of the way business and law work um, because. Not everything in life is fair. Actually, very few things are fair, including the law. And I want to kind of give you some insight into that. So I want to thank you all for being with me today. Remember, check out utlradio.com. And the new site will be released either tomorrow or Friday. So I'm excited about that. Let me know what you think. Also, please make sure that you follow me on all of our social media outlets if you're a Twitter user. If you are a YouTube subscriber, check us out there so that you get notified about updates. Let me know what you guys think on Meerkat uh, about the Meerkat system. How is it working? Do you guys like it? Um, what's the sound quality like? I have a, an external mic hooked up today. Hopefully that made the sound uh, a little bit better than it did yesterday. So let me know what you think. I really, truly value your feedback, and I want to know what I can do to give you better content do you like the kind of information that we're talking about? Do you like the guests that we have on the show? And uh, so I really want to hear from you guys. That is going to do it for today. I want to thank you all again. I look forward to seeing you and getting to know you, uh, getting to know you guys on Meerkat so that we can communicate on a more regular basis and, and I can answer the questions that you might have. So feel free to reach out. Let me know what you need, what information you want to see what content you want, and I'll make that happen for you. That's going to do it for today. Remember to tune in tomorrow. Understanding Business is on 10 a.m. live, and we are going to be speaking with um, our guest, uh, Bob Anello, and we're going to be talking to him tomorrow about um, um, – his background in marketing and management 
He is the president of Caesar Milan Inc. And uh, Caesar Milan is the host of the TV show uh, Caesar 911 and Dog Whisperer. And uh, we're going to be talking to him about his marketing background, his take on marketing, and his management style. So that's tomorrow. And um, you know, one of the questions that we received in connection with the show, it's uh, Eastern time, by the way, 10 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, one of the things that uh, we're going to talk about is you know, can TV shows create long-term, sustainable new business models? Uh, what about the fact that we all can be our own TV show? You know, as I'm streaming live right now, right? So we're going to talk to Bob Anello about that tomorrow. Again, he is the president of Caesar Milan Inc. and Caesar Milan, host of Caesar 911 and the Dog Whisperer. So we're going to check that out tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. You can go over to utlradio.com to get the link. So if you want to download this or subscribe on iTunes if you want to tune in tomorrow. Meerkatters, it's going to be tough for you guys to hear the interview tomorrow um, because of the current setup. So you're not going to be able to hear what he's saying. So I encourage you to check out uh, either YouTube Live by going to our channel. Just search my name, Peter Lamont. Uh, I think my actual YouTube name is PJ Lamont one So you can watch the show live. You can download it from iTunes or you can subscribe on Blog Talk Radio. Just search Understanding the Law Radio. And uh, you can tune into that show tomorrow. And then we'll be back uh, next week with a whole host of shows. And hopefully, you know, I'll be able to communicate with you guys. And, and you tell me what you think of the new utlradio.com that will hopefully be out by the end of the week. So thanks again, everybody, for joining me. I will see you tomorrow on Understanding Business, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Check out YouTube Live to watch that show live. Go to Blog Talk Radio to listen to the show live, or you can always download it at a later date uh, on iTunes. We're also on Stitcher, by the way. Thanks again, everybody. Remember that there's power in understanding the law. All right, guys, I want to thank you all for uh, tuning in and being with me here on Meerkat. Uh, I, I'm really um, enjoying The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Moon. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.